Job ready? Employer says yes. This programme is presented by Eduvate, education and innovation. Fake news was named Word of the Year in 2017, not a term used even two years ago. It's now seen as one of the greatest threats to democracy. With all of the information at our fingertips, what's the truth? Who should we trust? We're talking with Hannah Creelman, who's an educational consultant at Britannica in Sydney, Australia. She works with schools and colleges to show how they can use a fact-checked digital resource like Britannica, which allows students to develop a personalised learning style and a vigilant approach when determining the fake from the real. I'm talking to Hannah Creelman in Britannica in Sydney, where I understand it's raining. Good evening to you, Hannah. How's things? Very well, thank you. Yeah, we've had pretty ordinary weather. Pretty ordinary weather is probably something that we would enjoy in Scotland. You work for <laughs> you work for Britannica, uh, and you work talking to educational establishments. What's your job title, and and, and how do you do that? Uh, so I am the training and development officer here in Sydney. Uh, so I spend a lot of my time training educational institutions on our different resources and providing them with professional development. Uh, having been a teacher in a former life, I use a lot of those skills to show them how to implement Britannica resources into their lessons. So it's not just product training, but also uh, how they can implement it to you know, suit the needs of their students and improve their teaching and learning strategies. Why do you have to explain to them how to use it, how to become better learners? Um, look, I think it's about educating our subscribers that we're no longer just a printed book series. Uh, we have 250 years of history uh, and some of which is now in the digital world. Um, and in that 250 years, we've been one of the most adaptive digital resources. So, it's, it's showing them how students can seek facts and knowledge. Um, they'll always have a want to learn and to find that information um, and that Britannica meets that need. We provide that trustworthy information. Um, we also offer the digital literacy skills, which is sort of a skill that they will be using in their employment and um, being able to navigate the web and choose those trustworthy, relevant resources and um, utilise the different tools that are available. So it's pinpointing those with educators and showing them those types of skills that students ultimately will have to use in their workplace. What makes information trustworthy, as you say? I think it comes from factual sources. So it's not that fake news concept. It's coming from somewhere reliable. It's been fact-checked. We provide biographies on some of our writers and uh, have a list of well-known contributors to our resources. Um, for example, in Australia, we've had a lot of Indigenous content created. Um, we actually had that fact-checked by an Indigenous consultant who made sure that what we were covering was accurate and that it also was culturally sensitive to the needs of the Indigenous people. So we're dealing with information which in the academic world is fact-checked and when we move on into the workplace, that information is trustworthy because 
it comes from the employers or it comes from an outside source. How does learning to use Britannica help sort out these issues? Uh, Look, I think Britannica provides the students with a place they can start for that information. They'll always want to consume knowledge and information. Um, Teaching and learning in the Australian and Asian Pacific markets has moved from this across-the-board approach to a more personalised learning approach where individual learning skills are being taught. It's meeting individual needs of those students uh, and arming students with skills that they will use as employees. It's no longer that sage on the stage as such for the teacher. They're the facilitator of learning. So I guess Britannica gives them a tool that they can use uh, to find that information to help facilitate that learning. It's a place they can go for that information. So what do you characterise personalised learning as? How does that kind of come over to the uh, individual? So it's taking the students on a pathway of their learning. Uh, Basically, you would be assessing what they're currently know what they can currently do and then progressing their learning through um, different steps or different pathways that then meet their needs Uh, and it's a a progress at an individual level so rather than the whole class of students having to meet this particular level you'd rather be looking at individual students and their progress and providing them with that real-time feedback so that students can revise their learning they can rethink their learning um, they can apply it in real life situations Situations, which again leads to that employability uh, and then, you know, rethink it and revise it again. So, yeah, I think it's just about that individual pathway based on the student's knowledge and current experience. So if students can understand how they learn, can they take that knowledge into working in groups? Because team working is absolutely vital in a working environment. Yeah, 100%. I think if students know how they learn, but also their teachers need to know how they learn. Um, Collaboration and working in groups is a key skill and ability that everyone needs to have leading into the workforce. It develops those the ability to cooperate and share information and communicate uh, with colleagues and uh, work together in a team, often across time boundaries or cultural boundaries um, or geographical settings. Uh, you know, even in Britannica alone, we work all of us in teams across those different uh, boundaries and settings. And Britannica resources are actually created so that they can be differentiated and shared and that students work collaboratively with them, either with other students or with teachers and educators. And are teachers comfortable with this approach themselves or do they, in a way, have to be taught how to implement properly this group learning, this teamwork approach? Oh, no, I think teachers, especially in Australia and Asia Pacific, are taking on that collaborative idea and using it. They all work in teams themselves. Again, when I was a teacher, it wasn't just me preparing my lessons and planning for the future uh, term or year. I was sharing those ideas with other teachers, um, sharing programs that we'd created. So I think teachers are very much parts of teams themselves to make the functioning of a school or an institution work. And then those skills are then uh, shown to the students or implemented in their classrooms so that they are also 
working collaboratively. So this, in a way, is offering our listeners a different way of understanding Britannica. It's not just about what Britannica says about the Battle of Waterloo. It's about the projects that can be built up with the teacher, but also with the students working in groups, better to understand the background, the environment, and so on around that. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And I think when you work in groups, you listen to other people's opinions, you're sharing your ideas, um, and it helps you revise your own thinkings and experiences so that you are more knowledgeable and you take on other people's perspectives and cultures and things like that. So definitely uh, working collaboratively for students is a, a really important skill so that they build those skills because when they go into the workplace, that's what they're going to be doing. They're going to be working in cross-functional teams or, you know, in smaller teams that work particularly in their office and then perhaps sharing with a more global team. So, um, yeah, definitely developing those skills is really important. So Britannica becomes not only a resource but a learning tool. That's exactly right, yeah. One of our newest resources, Britannica Launch Packs, is much more of that idea. It's not just a research tool, but it's that instructional learning. It's, uh, it has the ability for students to share their ideas and uh, include their own content and work in teams or collaborative groups to solve a problem or produce a, a product as a result of, you know, whatever they're researching and looking at. So here we are in the early part of the 21st century and we've seen rapid changes in in learning over the last 20 years with the internet and over the last two or three years as the digital space becomes crowded with ever more gadgets but also ever more threats with cyber attacks and so on. How do you see the future of learning? How do you see the role of Britannica within that? I think it has to come back to that personalised learning. It has to meet the needs of every individual student so that every individual student progresses at their own rate and level. They're not having to meet a national standard but more their own individual levels. Um, it's it's a pathway of learning based on their current knowledge and skills, what they need to know next and, as you said, how they will learn that the teacher and the student identifying how they best learn and then providing them with the activities, the resources and uh, the skills so that they can learn that new knowledge or information based on how they best learn. It's providing the students with resources that meet their needs and facilitating their learning. So moving away from what the teacher says is right but allowing the students to engage in activities and to make draw their own conclusions and then revise their thinking. Um, I think robotics will replace a number of the jobs that we currently have today, but these new jobs will eventually surpass the ones that they basically replace. So, you know, from now to 10 to 20 years' time, some of the jobs we have today will just not exist, but then there'll be newer, more interesting jobs like the cyber safety world and how vast that is uh, and important it is to improve that for students and um, their safety. Do you think we'll be able to convince employers to try and find out how students learn as part of their uh, recruitment process? Or do you think employers have got some way to go yet? 
no, I, I think they will. I think there is still some way to go, but I think the important thing that employers need to do is to continue to provide their their uh, employees with professional development, with the opportunity to go and seek more learning. And learning isn't necessarily in an institution. It could be practical experiences. It could be a voluntary experience. Uh, you know, it could be working in a collaborative team and that person is pushed outside their boundaries. Um, I think people are looking at that more and using that more, but I think uh, companies still have a little way to go, but they are starting to acknowledge that that need. Britannica was started 250 years ago in Edinburgh, where I'm sitting now. I don't think they could have understood uh, where learning would have got to in the ensuing time. 250 years from now, Hannah, do you think Britannica will still be going? I would like to hope so. I think there's always going to be a need for people to want to know and want to learn and we certainly fulfil that need extremely well. We have done for the last 250 years. I think it is a little bit about changing ourselves and moving with the times and revamping the Britannica name, um, which we are doing hopefully successfully in the market. But yes, I think Britannica will always be around because there is always that need to want to know information and consume facts and, and knowledge. Hannah, you are an outreach specialist at Britannica. Was that something you always wanted to do? When I finished high school, I was going to be a personal development and health teacher, so basically teaching sport in schools. Uh, and I ended up studying primary education, uh, which I loved for many years. I was a teacher for 15 years and it was a fantastic job. I saw many changes come through the Australian education system. Uh, but after my second child, I had the opportunity to try something new and digital education was something that I was always interested in. Um, I think it's a fast growing area uh, and obviously a huge need in schools for using digital resources and I've been with Britannica for three years and I absolutely love my role so I started off purely training and now I do a lot around curriculum uh, ensuring that our resources meet the needs of what teachers need to use in their classrooms um, I've liaised with Indigenous consultants and community members um, which has been an um, amazing journey um, um, as well as creating content from scratch and things like that. So I absolutely love what I do with Britannica and I have a real passion for creating something that's really useful for teachers in their classrooms because they are so important uh, in developing the future generations of our world. I've been talking to Hannah Creelman in Sydney, Australia. Hannah, it's been wonderful. Thank you so much indeed. Thank you so much, Jonathan. You'll find us online at eduvate.biz. Job ready. Employer says yes. 